0: Are we on? Shit. <laughs> What's up, y'all? My name is 2 Bray Dre. You are now listening to another episode of Did He Really Just Say That on Apple Podcasts or wherever you found your podcast. Without further ado, six months behind Might add, we are now back in effect. Could you believe it? Like, seriously, could you fucking believe it? I know I couldn't. But now that we're here, we're going to get straight to it. We're going to get straight to it. We're going to get straight to it. Let me give you a quick rundown of what happened. I went to California. Met a lot of good people. A lot of successful people. Had a good time. Was there for a birthday weekend. Didn't have enough fucking money to sponsor that shit. Came back home on bills And had to sell my shit I mean we're human right For what I got I wasn't gonna pass that up Do I regret doing it Yeah only because I was only there for a weekend But at the same time Shit Life happens right So it is what it is they say it? it is what it is So you know, fast forward, you know, six months later, I'm I'm finally back, you know, so it, it just feels good to be back in the studio, it feels good to be back in the lab, it feels good to get back to what I'm used to and comfortable with, and damn, did I miss y'all, uh, but now that we got that out of the way, fast forward, we're gonna talk about a lot of shit, man, first of all... Happy motherfucking Sunday It's not the first, the first Sunday of the year I don't know But um Just wanted to tell y'all man um, Last week I was I was in Pittsburgh And uh I did a show with my homegirl Lady Bree, Which I will be doing a show with her tomorrow On Instagram live I've never did an Instagram live video in my life But at least not to this caliber But we are gonna do one And there are some questions that I'm going to ask her and ask the audience because I really want to know. So, y'all just stay tuned for that. But today, later on today, I'm going to go on Facebook Live and I'm going to talk about three topics. Um, the first one, uh, what was it? It was how do you feel about women taking care of the men? And the reason why I say that is because most men have been catered by their their mother. And if you're dating a person that's been catered by his mom his entire life, who's been spoon-fed his entire life, and then now he expects you to take the workload, are you comfortable with that? Do you have an issue with that? We want to talk about it. That's the first topic. The second topic we want to talk about is... Um, how do you feel when your man or your, your fling or any nigga that you fucking comes to you and tells you how he's going to annihilate your pussy or tear it in half or, you know, something of that nature that kind of disgusts you or make you feel like a piece of meat? Like, does it bother you? Does it make you upset? Does it dry you out? Or... Does it make you wet? Does it turn you on? Um, Do you want your rough neck type of nigga to tell you what the fuck he want to do to you to make you feel good? Like, we want to talk about that. And last but not least, my personal favorite, do you trust your man around your friends? Or vice versa, do you trust your friends around your man? You know, even go with guys. Do you trust... Your lady around your male friends? Or do you touch your male friends around your lady? So much I wanna talk about with that one. So that's why I left it for last. But uh it's it's gonna be dope. The show's at seven thirty. We're gonna go on, we're gonna talk for an hour. I'm gonna do a lot of prepping and you know, workload for that. But right now, this is what's going down. And I'm just so happy to be back on this microphone, man. And I just wish that y'all really understood how stressed I was because I couldn't talk or people would inbox me with discussions and topics they wanted me to speak on and I couldn't do it because I didn't have the equipment. So now that we're back, man, I'm just so humble and so grateful. Let me just get that out the way, you know? And um, yeah, so, Today's topic we're going to talk about is self-worth. You know us men, and I say us men because I guess I could vouch for us, we never have our shit together. We just don't. That's just not how we work. Now granted, there are a lot of men who do have their shit together, and there are men who just you know, put themselves in that position to do so, who worked hard, who had, you know, good background, good family members, get people to monitor them and watch them grow. And there were some people who really had to get it out the mud, who had to do some shit they didn't want to do to get where they wanted to be. And then there's just someone who just felt through the cracks. And for me, I know for a fact that I slipped through the cracks. I was definitely one of them. Um, and, yeah, I did have a lot of help, you know, from a female along the way to get me to where I'm at now. Multiple females, you know, but with those, you know, with with that support, it also came lessons and trials and tribulations and heartbreak and, you know, frustration and um, breakdowns, you know, so it really, it really tough. You know, I have a friend that's on Instagram and uh, his, I think his Instagram handle is The Dre Max Show. But just look him up. And he was talking about the story about, you know, men, you know, serving their purpose. And that's the one thing I, I thought was a hidden gem because, you know, when I was brought up, I didn't have a lot of father figure role model type of men in my life. So the ones that I did have was the ones who had been scarred from women because the first thing they would say is, young fella, live your life. And these are married men we're talking about young fella, live your life. A lot of the guys who, you know, was out here being whores was like, hey, bro, fuck bitches, get money. Don't love these hoes, fuck them and, and duck them. So I was never really taught how to love a woman except by a woman. So the woman that was in my life, the adults, was like, hey, buy a woman flowers, take her out to eat, do this type of thing for her, um, cater to her, listen to her, uh, understand her needs, learn her it was always to cater to the woman. But they never taught me how to be, you know, to cater to myself. I was never taught to cater to myself. I was never taught to work on me. You know, I was always taught how to, you know, support the woman. But I was never taught to support myself. And women, when they're dating men, most of them just want men that can take care of themselves. Us men think that they want us to take care of them and ourselves, and that's not the case. (laughs) It's really not the case, and I'm learning that now in my 30s. Women just want niggas to, you know, be at the table with them, not necessarily put food on the table and decorate the table and make it look good and, and beautiful. They just want somebody there. Simple mathematics. They just want somebody at the table. Not what you can bring to the table, bring yourself. And, you know, as men, we, we kind of get confused with that and misled with that. So we ended, up, we ended up trying to bring more. And then most of it, the more that we try to bring is too much for us to handle. So we always end up running into a wall trying to accommodate a woman. And it's not really the woman's fault. It's our fault because we don't know our self-worth. You know? And it's hard because when you see a beautiful, attractive woman who has a lot going on for herself, you feel intimidated. And you as a man, you 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 use it and you 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 synchronize it into a sport to where you feel like you have to be you have to be the winner. We compare our relationships to sports. At least most men do. And then the ones who don't are the ones who are more successful because they don't see it as a competition. We secretly process it as a competition, and that's not how it works. And I really want people to listen to this because this is going to help us so much more when adding to a relationship. You have to be equipped You might not have to have a car and have a lot of money in the bank, but you have to have a plan, and that plan is for you to execute for yourself. So when a woman is asking you, what's your plan, what's your five-year plan, we kind of get confused and think that the plan means, what are you bringing to the table for me to even consider you, when in reality, what she's asking, nigga, what do you plan on doing for yourself? Because if I'm going to be in this bubble with you, I want to know that you are at least, you have the, the, the thought process and the plan to make sure that you're good. Because if you're not good, that means I'm going to have to step over my boundaries as a woman and, and and take care of you. And a lot of guys, we have this pride thing where we get mad when a woman is helping us. And it's not her fault because we are not equipped We are not ready. We are not prepared. Women don't give a fuck about the dick no more, bruh. The dick don't mean anything no more. And that shit only gets you but so far. And I'm being honest. I ain't got got nothing to lie about I ain't got time to lie to y'all motherfuckers. It's it's 2022. The dick ain't going to do you but so much. Because if you don't have that emotional attachment to a woman or with a woman, you, you good as done. You ain't nothing but a piece of dick. And I'm going to say that again. You ain't nothing but a piece of dick. There's so much more now that women are bringing to the table for themselves that we as men, we can't compare to that. And then when we can, we try to challenge their their, their ego and their pride and make them feel like shit and say, oh, I'm doing this better than you. Instead of actually just coming together as one. And that's why In my personal opinion, I feel like a lot of marriages don't work. We too busy trying to be each other instead of being ourselves. I got my woman trying to be the man because I'm not equipped to take care of myself. And then I'm sitting here telling her I am the man because I'm a man with a dick. And we ain't seeing eye to eye because we clashing. And when we clash, we argue. And when we argue, we can't even communicate. When we can't communicate, nothing gets resolved. And then when nothing gets resolved, what do you do? Go to sleep mad. You go to sleep mad, frustrated, annoyed. Do you know how hard it is to wake up after you just was mad all night? And then you know, us, us men, man, the first thing we do is try to fuck. We try to fuck and make it better. <laughs> fuck and make it better. That shit does not make it better. Most of the time, the pussy drives fuck. If you nut, it's because you just wanted to bust. It has nothing to do with the connection or the chemistry, none of that. So nothing gets resolved. Our self-worth is so important that we have to value that so much more. We have to stop going into relationships because of the physical and start saying, what can I bring to the table as far as what do I want for myself and does the things that I want for myself align with this person? Because the one thing that people don't realize is that we in relationships, we grow. And sometimes we grow together and most times we grow apart because it's just not making sense. After a while, after a while, you kind of figure out, if the person you're with is going to be the person you're with. I know a lot of people who know they don't want to be with the person they're with, or they just don't see a long future with them, but they're still with them. They just got that hope, or they just say, fuck it, it is what it is, and just cheat. Or, you know, they wait a little bit, and a little bit turns into a lifetime. But they never get what they actually came for. They never get what they thought they were getting. And they just so stuck in and they just say fuck it it is what it is it is what it is you know so it, it, it's tough my one thing that i could say as far as advice if i can coach any of my fellow brothers right here like if i could tell all the niggas out there the one thing i would say is ask a woman what she expects of you that way there's no hidden agenda Because whenever we get into a relationship, we listen to what they need versus what they expect from us. A woman can need a lot of shit, but really expect a lot of different shit from you. And we don't think like that. We think, oh, well, this is what she wants. This is what she's looking for. But that's not what she needs from you. That's the difference. Ask a woman, what do you expect of me? And fellas... Tell these women what you expect of them. So there's no, there's no hidden agenda. There's no, oh, I thought you knew, and oh, well, you didn't tell me this before. There's just no, there's no confusion. It's pretty black and white if you ask me, and it's very plain and simple. It saves you years. It saves you heartbreak. It saves you frustration. What do you expect of me? Do you expect me, if I don't have a car, do you expect me to have a car in a certain amount of months or a year? Do you expect me to have a certain amount of money in in the bank account so that you know that I can financially take care of myself if anything was to happen to you or to us? Um... Do you expect me to take you out on dates all the time and buy you flowers? Like, men, we don't be knowing what we get ourselves into. And we mislead a lot of women because we always feel like we can take care of the situation. No, the fuck we cannot. We can't. We just can't. So let's dig a little deeper, right? You're arguing with your girl. Shit ain't adding up. Y'all frustrated. Y'all been working on each other. And shit just ain't adding up y'all just y'all just so fucking annoyed, you wanna you I wish I could just leave this bitch, but you know now when you really don't want to, y'all just having a real real tough time. What do you do because I know a lot of men the first thing they do is they think with their dick and they say, "Fuck it, I'm gonna get me a nut off. The nut off don't carry shit, y'all that shit just add more skeletons in the closet." And if that's one thing that I could take from my last relationship that I wish I could take back was the cheating. I would be so more at peace with myself had I not cheated on her at all. Let me say that again for the fellas in the back. I personally, to break Dre, would be so more happy and at peace with myself had I not cheated. Because the reasons I cheated were unnecessary. I cheated out of frustration. I didn't even cheat because I wasn't getting shit. I was cheating because I was frustrated. I had an attitude. We argue, I want to fuck, she ain't trying to fuck. I go out there and cheat. That makes no fucking sense. But that's the first thing that we do, right? We think with our dick. We don't even think logically. We don't even say, okay, I'm going to just let her you know, calm down. I'm going to calm down, and we'll come back and talk about it. Now, ladies, if your man give you that space, and he dips off, y'all dip off, sometimes that's necessary just so y'all can calm down. But... If there's a way to avoid that, to where I can just sit down and communicate, because that's the one thing we have a hard time with, is communicating, which leads to not having sex, not getting wet, not being horny, not being aroused, not being in tune with your person. We feel like sometimes it's so much more difficult to work with somebody that we choose not to at all. When me- Meanwhile, in reality, if we actually did come together and work it would be so much more peaceful. Now, I know that's easier said than done, but that's really what it is. And also, now, fellas, if you are trying and your woman is just not budging and she just has that attitude, then you already know what you have to do to keep your peace of mind because a woman's going to do the same thing. That's why women mentally leave the relationship before the men do. Once they check out they're done. And don't even show you signs that they're done, you'll know they're done. Us, we'll fuck all the bitches in the world and still try to work it out. And instead of just being mad enough to just say, like, look, this ain't working for me. This shit ain't working for me. There's nothing that I'm getting from this. We have to learn how to say, like, this is not working for me. This is I can't go no further. And we know. We know, but instead we'll say, fuck it, it is what it is, and go off and fuck bitches, and then we put ourselves in bad predicaments for that 15-minute nut, because you still have to go back to the arguments. You still have to go back because y'all never worked it out. Y'all never talked about it. Y'all never had a discussion. Y'all never, y'all never got rid of the elephant in the room. And that's, quite frankly, the best way I could say it. You have to know your self-worth because if you know your self-worth, you know what you can handle and what you can't. And you'll be proud to stand on that. You'll say, you know what, this ain't working for me. Whatever we have to do to resolve the situation so we can go our separate ways, we, let's do so because that's what, you, that's what you do as an adult. But all the cheating and lying and fighting and, and then the physical shit, like when y'all fighting and shit, man, that shit ain't cool at all. It's not cool, but it happens so often. and This is wild to me, but that's the life that we're living in right now. That's, those are the times that people physically thought like they had to harm you to prove a point or to get a point across. A lot of people will really put their hands on you and be like, yeah, I, I fucked you up because you don't listen. That makes no sense to me. Why would you want to cause physical harm to me because you're not getting your point across? Like, make it make sense. You know, so it it goes hand in hand. But back to my uh my situation with, you know, knowing your self-worth, man, I just really wish that a lot of guys would really ask themselves, what do they want to bring to the table? You know, what can I bring to the table? I know for me, man, I never really had much going into relationships, but I, I would spend, I would find a way to have good jobs and have good situations, and I would overkill myself to accommodate a woman. My last relationship, I worked so fucking much. If if I could really show y'all like bank statements of how much money I would spend, y'all would be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I've made tons of fucking money in my 20s, and every fucking weekend was a red lobster. Like, we every fucking weekend. Then they're fucking, every month was a hibachi. Like, we would, like, I was spinning bread just because I felt like that was the thing. Dumb as hell. Like, didn't make no sense. I didn't put no fucking money in the bank. And then Christmas time, every year, I'm trying to go harder than the year before. Mind you, this ain't even a woman that I plan on marrying. At least at that time. You know, I'm young. If I knew my self-worth, if I knew my purpose, if I was serving my purpose I would have took care of myself way differently. I would have I moved way differently. Because now in my 30s, I'm realizing that I ain't got shit to prove to nobody. My energy is enough. See, I didn't notice back then. See, when you don't know your energy, you don't know what you bring to the table as a person, you will do anything to accommodate anybody around you just so you just feel like you fit in. Now I don't give a fuck. You know how many people, do you know how many people have told other people about me that, you know, they don't like me or I'm cornball or I'm lame or I don't do this or I don't got that or I need this, I'm always needing that? That's the old me. That's the old me. Prime example, right now, if you go on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter, everybody's doing the 10-year challenge. Right now, I'm 32 years old. Could you imagine my living situation when I was 22 years old versus now? Could you imagine my transportation situation? Could you imagine my financial uh, freedom, my financial stability, financial well-being, whatever you have, whatever, whatever? Could you imagine the difference between 10 years? I didn't post that because I could only imagine, man, like, The difference, the fucking difference. 10 years ago, I didn't have a car. 10 years ago, I didn't have a license. 10 years ago, I didn't have no money. 10 years ago, I was living on the fucking floor. In somebody's living room. 10 years ago. 10 years ago, I was working at fucking McDonald's. Catching a bus home, and there's nothing wrong with catching a bus, y'all. There's nothing wrong. Trust me, there's nothing wrong with that. Don't let me th- make you feel like that's that's not it, cause trust me, paying a fucking car note in insurance is a bitch. Okay, but catching a bus, you know, long days, long nights, money wasn't adding up, spending that shit like water, like it was it was ridiculous compared to now where. I don't give a fuck no more. I wear sweatpants and shit all fucking day and all weekend. I don't give a damn. I don't even go out to the clubs, but this is even before COVID. Like, all that shit don't matter to me no more. If I would have had the mindset, and this is so cliche because everybody says this when they get to a certain age in their life. If I know what I know now, 10 years ago, I'd run it the fuck up. I'd probably have about 10 fucking properties. Credit score would be fucking amazing. And I wouldn't even want a relationship because I would feel like every woman was out to get me for my money. I would feel like every woman out there would use me for stability unless you brought the same energy and the same same level of success to the table. You know and there's a lot of women out there, and this is the crazy part. there's a lot of women out there that's holding shit down. I'm talking about master' degrees making 50k plus a year, no kids. and they don't even have options because a lot of men who's doing the same thing don't even want relationships because they want to live like bachelors. they don't want they don't want that stress. they don't want nothing to do with it. They don't want nobody fucking up their purpose until you realize that what you're running from can actually better you. Because once you reach your pinnacle as a single individual and you no longer can do anything by yourself, like you've done everything by yourself, you didn't done it all, you start to realize like, damn, I'm missing out and I could be doing the same thing that I'm doing with somebody. And that's why a lot of men, once they hit a certain age, they kind of reflect and say, damn, I fucked up. Not or to try and relive their younger years because they don't want to feel old. So you see a lot of older men with younger women in the clubs living life and they just look stupid as hell, but at the same time, this is what they want because they're trying to relive, they try and relive it. They fucked up. They didn't get it right the first time. And no matter how much money, success, fame, whatever you call it that you have. Your energy, man, your energy can't be bought. You can't can't energize your way out of these situations. You have to accept the reality for what it is. We're so misled, and it's, it's really fucked up. A lot of people who are teaching us, the ones who are influencing us, is the ones who don't even have the answers. Self-worth is really, really important for the males. A lot of women know their self-worth. For The ones who don't can be inspired and empowered. But as men, we have to learn how to be more vulnerable. That's, the, that's another thing, too. That's one thing that we kind of miss out on that's a big key to the pie, or to the puzzle. It's the missing piece. It's a couple of them. Men, we're not vulnerable enough. We don't. We're not comfortable in our skin. We feel like we always gotta do above and beyond, and society has made it that way. Of course, I understand that, but we have to learn how to let social media and society. You know, we have to separate ourselves from that. Once we can separate ourselves from that, I promise y'all, things could be so much more easier. We, like, I, it's like the social media thing is so designed to fuck us up as men we don't know what self-worth is. We're too busy comparing ourselves to the next person and trying to do what that person's doing that person and they do what that person's doing and get with that chick and get that chick. And it's just, it's just all over the place where our minds aren't really mentally capable of dealing with that at the rapid speed that it does. And a lot of people are not gonna understand what I'm saying right now, but some will. For me to be educated on my self-worth it was from my experiences. I, I now know a little bit, not even a lot, but a little bit more about my self-worth. Like Before, I didn't know how confident I was or could be. I didn't know the possibilities that would open for me, the doors that would open up for me if I just opened my mouth. I used to be very shy. I wouldn't say anything, and I was definitely yes man because I didn't know how to be my own person. I didn't know how to be honest with myself. And now, having a podcast is like it's like my open diary, you know. And now I can really express myself and talk about things that I couldn't once talk about that I would hold inside for so long. It wasn't like I was dealing with depression or, you know, I'm suicidal or anything like that. But like now, I mean, I have a lot of knowledge and a lot of wisdom, a lot of faith, a lot of growth that I want to tell people about. That's why I decided to do a podcast. That's not about my ego and, you know, not to go off on a tangent, but this is why I think that situation happened six, seven months ago, because I was just too egotistic. My pride got the best of me. Thought I was that nigga. Now, I don't have to, I don't have to be Jay-Z and P. Diddy. I could be Barack Obama on Andre I don't have to be loud in the microphone, screaming and yelling. I could just give it to you like this. I can just get half edible and just give it to you like this and just be in a neutral state. This right here is therapeutic for me. This is helping me understand my self-worth. Because now the game that I'm given is being received and reciprocated in so many different ways to so many different people, male and female, which is hella dope for me. It's not just one-sided. I can talk my shit but also own my shit at the same time. And that's what I love about this because it's helping me open up as a person. It's helping me learn and value myself in a whole different way that I did not before. You know, so it's, it's dope. Um, I just wanna say like people, man, learn your self-worth. Don't just jump into these situations with women or these situationships and all that and not know what you bring to the table. Before excuse me, before you date, before you decide to engage in that activity with these people, ask yourself and then ask the person. You know what, what? What do I bring to the table, and what do, what are you expecting of me? And also, man, just beyond the relationship shit, serve your purpose. Isolate yourself from the world. That means social media, what your friends think about you, and and, and envision what do you want out of life. Envision what you want out of life. And whatever you want, go for it, and don't stop until you get it. Even if you don't get what you want, you'll find out where you need to be. I promise you, the stars will align for you, and you will be where you need to be, but you have to want to serve your purpose. Don't serve it for a woman. Don't be somebody you're not for that person. Don't try to be the the life of the party if that's not who you are. Serve your purpose. That's it. Everything else will fall into place. And remember that you're not anybody but yourself. You are nobody but yourself. Who do you want to be? I want to thank everybody for listening, man. It's been a hell of a fucking year and a half. I miss this shit. I love what I do. And it's not going to stop. I promise y'all. I'm not taking my fucking foot off the pedal for shit this time. So, you know, thank you for listening. Uh, Until next time, peace and love and motherfucking soul.